and welcome to Starter Set. My name, Ed Sylvester. This is... Ollie Sylvester. And welcome to the show that rewrites myths and legends. And bedtime stories. And bedtime stories. Hello, Ollie. How are you doing? You all right? Hello. I'm good. Yes. Excellent. How's your uh, How's your week of... of any Dungeons and Dragons activity? Dungeons and Dragons been? news. Um, it's been okay, you know. Uh, what have I done this week? I've played one game of Dungeons and Dragons uh, on Friday. Yeah. And that was entertaining. We went to a new city in the game and I bought myself an animal. Um, oh, yeah. You like told me racing, about this. This is cool. Yes. Yeah. It's like a racing salamander. Because they do like, like giant lizard racing in the in this world. Right? Yeah. Uh, and I bought one that was like a, a special one. I, I spent like two thousand in gold coins, <laughs> to buy it. But you know. Yeah. And yeah, so we like half of the party has pets. Okay. Nice. Nice. You're so rocking the real we, Pokemon vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Like one's got that staff of snake giant python thing yeah yeah love yep, it so, just so we're like snake. Yep. yeah and it's massive so we're just cruising around on the back of this snake and eventually you'll you'll be able to ride this lizard thing right yeah yeah it gets imagine um the way that the, the dungeon master described it to me was um imagine <coughs> the lizard from star wars oh yeah uh the one the that, that obi-wan Obi yeah that obi-wan gets yeah. yeah he rides which makes yeah. what noise I actually can't remember. It goes like, whoop, 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 doesn't it? No, it's that's like, wrong. That's like, like blow, 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 blow. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. All right. We'll take that. Nice. Excellent. Very good. I can't remember. I haven't watched episode three in so long. Yeah. It's been a long time, to be fair. Yeah. Revenge of the Sith. I do like that lightsaber fight, though. It's very good. Yeah, it's very good. Best Oy. Star Wars movie ever. Yeah. Controversial opinion. That is pretty controversial, Ollie. Not um, mm. that's because you're younger than I am, I suppose. That's a that's a yeah. difference in in age for sure. Yeah. Do you? Because so. there's not that many years between us. What is it? Five years? Seven years. Wow. Well done, mate. Yeah. Seven years. <laughs> <laughs> I think I don't actually know. Something like it's that. Probably, it's probably is it between those? Twenty-five. Twenty-five. Is that twenty-five this year or twenty-five? Twenty-five yeah. last year. Last year. Okay. Right. So I'm thirty-three. So yeah, yeah eight or seven. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Found yeah. that. Yeah. Cool. Brillo. Um, cool. This is also the bit where you asked me, Ollie, how my week's been. Oh yeah. How's <laughs> how's your week been, Ed? That's all right. Hey, it's uh, it's it's first time, big time doing the show proper. Yeah, it's yeah, been good. Thanks, Ollie. Yet. Um, okay. D and D wise, I haven't played much D and D, but um, some listeners will know, and uh, that I I obviously premiered. Had that prim like the the first episode the of the Lawhammer, yeah, the Lawhammer yeah, stuff, the Lawhammer, um, yeah. And I know that some listeners actually uh, got involved and got in the chat. Uh, I saw some uh, representing starter set whoop whoop type chats. So thanks very much. That was really fun to see. Um, gang gang. Yeah, exactly. Fantasy, yeah. fantasy, brilliant. That's a good little pun. Um, yeah, that was really cool. Uh, like, so obviously we do this show and and it's uh, a recorded thing. And I think the fact that it is recorded and we it, like if it goes really tits up, um, we can just be like, no, nah, we're not going to post this one or hang on a minute, let's stop and record, like redo yeah. that bit. And the fact that the other stuff is live uh, is 
yeah, it really puts the pressure on it. Like like starting yeah. that really, I was heart thousand miles a minute just pumping away in my chest. Yeah, um, I could I could tell from the bit that I watched. I could tell that you were you were quite nervous. Good yeah. Yeah. Is that not- me? And, yeah, 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 yeah. Go on. We 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 noticed. Well, because uh, I was obviously talking to your wife mm. during the time, mm-hmm. and I was like. Oh yeah, I'm watching it now because I think she sent me a message asking if I was watching it. And I was saying yeah, and then she was saying how nervous you looked, and I was like, yeah, you, you do, you do look nervous. Yeah. But at the same time, it was very good. And I think even though it was kind of like I, at the at the beginning bit, um, I don't know his name, Andy. the main yeah, Andy, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, he was saying how it's kind of not like a refined product yet and you kind of it's the first thing and mm. and i thought it was really good well that's the good camera angles the camera angles were there you could see everybody you could hear everybody um yeah there wasn't any like drastic i think what makes and breaks streams like that is audio yeah and because everyone yeah like if you can't hear everybody or if it's gone quiet or whatever and you, like no one's gonna follow it but it was really good Good. Excellent. I could hear. I could hear everybody. I didn't watch all of it because I was no, playing it, Dungeons and Dragons also at the same time. Went on an hour longer than we originally anticipated as well, and I was uh, I was fucking knackered at the end of it. I, if I'm yeah. completely honest, I sort of was like last hour, just kind of going like, yeah. And when are we going to finish this? Because I can't continue this anymore. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, yeah so you... so ultimately, um, thank you everybody for coming along. Who did come along and watch that? Um, it's out there now. It's on Twitch every Friday. It's on uh, video on demand on YouTube. Um, yeah, so that's that's cool. But that's not what we're here for, son. We're here no. for Beowulf, baby. We're here for Vikings. We're uh, here for dice rolling. We're here for mad storylines. <laughs> did you? Uh, did you have the first two ready? Yeah. The last one not. No, I didn't have any of them ready. It was off the cuff, but I couldn't think of anything else. So, um, um, yeah. So the really, so this is quite interesting. Um, we're obviously going to break into this in a moment, but as I'm sure if you've listened to the, the, uh, previous season, you'll be aware that we have a horn that sounds to start uh, the show. Now, Ollie, what I can see you in the camera. What is it that you've got yes. there? I have a horn, Edward. Well, I have a horn. <laughs> do you uh, do you want to bring um, the show in with a with a horn blast? I can try, but it's going to be terrible. That's so you fine. might want to add an additional horn. No, no, no. Just but let's go. Let's go with just we'll try this. it. Ready? Right. Ha- you know how to. Uh, right. Okay. And this I'll is try. this is before we do it. This is literally a animal horn horn. It's it's a full on. Yep. It's about the length of like. I don't know, somebody's forearm. Yeah, give or take. Um Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's let's see let's see right. what we can do. Let's see. This is gonna well be terrible. Goes. No, let's go. But, okay. Hopefully we'll get better over time. I'm or- I'm already I'm gonna mess it up, but we fine. <laughs> no. <laughs> right. <laughs> nice. Very good. That that is expert levels of of that. And um, uh, it's great, Ollie. It's great. I'm, I love it. Uh, and with that, uh, the fire is lit, and there are stories to tell. We start this season at the beginning, high above the clouds, wind flowing over charcoal wings, and a ragged cry between two ravens. 
Much like you'll notice the way we started season one. The sun is shining, but the land below calls. We dive below the cloud line where we find the world encased in a sheet of white frost. Descending lower and lower, we come to an island, one that we, uh, listeners and uh, me and Ollie, uh, have explored before, but there is so many more stories here and so many more mysteries to be uncovered and conflicts to be resolved. Of course, we start at a lakeside town, one that Erdwulf and Brynjolf found aboard the Gerind, a town that was beset by evil. That evil has long been cast down, and in fact, there clearly have been more stories told since. For the town has changed whilst very much its core survives. Thirty years have passed by since the events described in season one, and as such, the town has prospered, not without various bumps along the road, but as it stands in the frost-covered land, it has most definitely prospered. We join a citizen of this town as he makes his way through the town with a list of tasks in his head given to him by his grandfather. Ollie. Yes. That is I. Would tell you like us... me to... Yes. Go on. Tell Shall it... I introduce my character? Yeah, if you could, that would be great. Cool. Okay. Imagine a kind of late teenage uh, British bloke, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, with really long hair and kind of that kind of uh, hasn't got a beard properly yet, but hasn't shaved because you know mm-hmm. it wasn't around in that time, was it? So you kind of have the kind of rubbish, semi-translucent hair. Yep. Bum um, fluff beard. Yeah, bum fluff beard, basically. Yeah. Um, on the scornier side, but not in lack of uh, kind of strength, just more athletic. Mm -hmm. So kind of slim but shredded, if that makes sense. Um, Yeah, kind of plaits in his hair, typical kind of uh, that era style hair. Mm -hmm. Um, What colour is his hair? Brown. Yep. Brown hair, yeah. Quite dark. Um, looks like he's in a bit, uh, quite a lot of uh, a rush, kind of hobbling around, mm-hmm. not hobbling, like um, shuffling around, trying to get his uh, his daily tasks done. Excellent. Um, yeah. And what is your character's name, Ollie? My name is Normanda Windwalker. Normanda Windwalker. Okay. Yes. So, as we are beginning a Beowulf adventure... Um, that means we have to do something. It means that we obviously have to create Normander's weird. His yes. glimpse of the poem that runs throughout the entirety of life and gives the story its purpose. So, yeah. Ollie. Excellent. How do I do this? So we've got, we're going to create the portent. Um, number one, if you could roll 1d4 for me, please. Yes, right. A three. A three. So, we will then, this first half of the portent will be a noun and an adjective. 
Now, if you could roll me 2d6, please, to see what the noun is. A six and a two. Six and a two. Honour is the first word of your portent. Oh, nice. Then, if you could roll me a d6 again. And not just one? One d- uh, two d6, sorry, yeah. Two d6, sorry. A six and a one. Six and a one. Red gold. Ooh. This is very good for you so far. Yes. And Honor, then, red, gold. Yeah. Mm. The second half of the portent. So, if you could roll 1d4, please, once again. Yes. Certainly. A three again. Three again. Fantastic. Yep. So, it'll be another noun adjective. So, uh, on the nouns table, 2d6, please, Ollie. 2d6. A five and a six. Bloody hell, Ollie. You're doing very good. Yeah. Uh, that would be these. salmon. And then, Ooh. last one on the adjectives, if you could roll the 2d6s, please. One fell off, but it was a five. Five and a one. Five and a one. Grey, green. Grey, green, salmon. Okay, so your portent for this adventure, Ollie, is yes. honour, red gold, salmon, grey, green. How mm. that plays out, we'll find out. But what that does quite, mean... Yeah is you have a fantastic um, inspiration pool at your fingertips now. Excellent. So you have, one, two, three, you have three tokens in the hero pool. So that's your pool. So that basically means oh. that Ollie now has three inspiration just ready to go whenever he needs it. Hell yeah. And then you have one, which is the grey-green, in the follower pool. So you have one inspiration token to be used in your follower pool. Excellent. None, okay. none in the demons or None or in enemies. the bad guys, so I don't have yeah. anything to mess around with, which is annoying. Hell yeah. But what a way to start. So hopefully this adventure <laughs> good should be good. Yeah, hopefully. Ideally. Ideally. So, yes. the kenner of this town, your grandfather, Hunald, has given Hunald. you some tasks to be underway with. Is that correct? Yes, I'm trying to find where they are. <laughs> uh, I think you just sent them to me, didn't you? Yeah, they're in. What? They're in your WhatsApp, mate. Yeah, right. Wait there. Okay. Yep. Got it. So, what are those tasks, Ollie? Okay, task number one given to me by my grandfather is get three nails from the blacksmith, um, okay. so I can repair a door. Um, Take a what is that? A tin a tin cure? A tincture. Oh it's a tincture. Kind of like, a, like a potion, old school potion. Ah, okay. Um to the tanner. Mm-hmm. Who's a lady called Astrid. Um take the pack of mushrooms that I have on my back to a uh to trade for a new stone fishing um spear from Gerwind. Okay. So Ollie, yes. you obviously know your way around uh, the town. You grew up here. You know things and, and wherever you would go. Um, what out of these three tasks would you like to do first? Where would you like to go? Um, hmm. Hmm. Okay. Um, let's start from the beginning, shall we? Let's go and get some nails. Okay, perfect. So as you make your way through the village, um, you pass the original... Mead Hall, the big V-shaped one. Um, yes. This one 
is still stands, still very much solid, but as the town has grown, the requirement for a secondary mead hall has gone up. This is this is a big deal. This this is somewhat it's not unheard of, but it means it's a sign of the fact that the place where you live, which is finally got a solid name, but we'll come to that as it comes, uh, is doing incredibly well. Probably thanks to the trade and speaking of, as you make your way over and across town to the west towards the blacksmiths, you wander through the area that has made the town's name and the town more profitable, which is the mass of goats that now live here. All yes. pretty intelligent. Like they understand basic orders. They don't need to be herded. Um, and they have excellent coats that occasionally give off, some would say, a holy light uh, in the darkness. Biblical essence. Exactly, a biblical essence. Excellent. I presume, Mm. now that I have caught up on the campaign, right, these are the goats, I've forgotten his name. Colonel. Colonel, yep, Curdle. Curdle or Colonel? Colonel. Colonel, right. His kids, generations. So they are his kin. Colonel has long since passed, um, outliving his time. Well, just just died of old age. He had a great time. Remarkably, uh, eventually referred to as the people that lived here as his flock, which he did obviously see the irony in it. Um, But since then, he obviously had a little bit of a fun time with some lady goats and... The that answers uh, Sam's questions, or or about if he likes goats or not. Yeah, yeah. yes, it does. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's being solved in season two. Everything, yeah. um, and the town has been making. Well, one of the main exports is goat's cheese, obviously. Um, which, when you're in an environment where you need to be able to uh, eat food continually throughout the winter. Very, very useful to have. Doesn't take long to make it, and um, it's nice and easily accessible. Along with uh, things such as fermented milk and uh, the the coats themselves. And you are obviously it being winter time and and the frost setting in. You are well wrapped up with one such pelt. Um, yes, a nice grey and white one. Exactly. Um, you make your way through the the herd, and um, you know this. The the herd is basically left to kind of wander its way around town as it as it pleases. It's 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 as you would treat. It's as um, cows are treated. Uh, I don't know if this if I'm getting this slightly wrong, but I'm I'm just going to go for a punt on this. It's as cows are treated as holy beings in India, much in the same way um, these goats are treated with the rest of the population of the town. Yeah, excellent. And you make your way through the town through this large um, collection of goats. Past the tannery, which absolutely stinks, as it would do, forwards through, you kind of skirt around the now much larger trading area where you look for a moment. Uh, if you could do a perception check, actually, for me, please, Ollie. Yes. D20? D20, baby. Oh, no. <laughs> what is it's it? a one. It's a one! It actually is. There you go. <laughs> Fantastic. Excellent uh, start. Excellent. Great. Where you look to kind of look and glance through the bodies that, that mill around the trading post to the lake 
where you are expecting the return of the Silverfin, one of the ships that live that are currently moored and part of the fleet now that is attached itself to the town for the return of your mother. My mother. Not catching that, not seeing anything, thanks to a, a one. You're unable to see pretty much anything and have a moment where you stub your toe and stumble a little bit. Um, a small boy laughs at you for a moment and then uh, runs off. But you make your way to the blacksmith's uh, cottage and attached kiln um, and all the sort of blacksmith accoutrement, as they say. Black- yes, the blacksmith. So... Osric, yes, the blacksmith is quite an atypical for what we know in our in our culture as a as a blacksmith. But he stands tall, six foot, broad shouldered, um, and thick in arm. Obviously, wielding the four pound hammer that he uses to, a lot of the time, make very basic materials. It's been a long time since uh, any kind of swords or weaponry has been used used. It's been about 27 years, I believe. Um, and yeah, nails, such as the ones that you required, are a big part of that, along with um, occasional horseshoes, uh, repairing of things like cooking pots, tin pans, things along those lines, all come in to fruition. But he stands uh, stepping back from his current work, uh, a very small piece, looks to be some sort of decorative thing, um, sees you approaching, uh, stands, stretches, looks out, and he goes, uh, uh, I've forgotten your name, Ollie. What's the name? <laughs> uh, I've also forgotten it. Normanda. There Normanda. You go. Normanda, yes. Normanda. <laughs> Thank you. I, yeah. Hey, we said, we pre phrased <clears throat> this that we'll forget names. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Normanda, is that you? I see skulking under that, uh, well, quite a large coat that you've got there. Yes, hello. Um, how are you? Good, thank you. The forge keeps me warm in this weather, and it allows me to carry on and get my work continually done. How is your grandfather? How is the Kenner? Yeah, he's he's very good, thank you. Um, I've actually come to pick up some some things for him. Um, I don't suppose you've got any any nails that that we can use to fix fix a door. Yes, uh, he did ask for that to be made. Uh, let me have a look. I, they are around here somewhere. And he sort of um, shuffles around the various bits and bobs um, and then until he finds basically a large bag. And you notice it is full of nails. Um, these are big. Um, they're not what we would usually be used to in our, our world and our time. It is obviously our world or ish our world. But these are thick um, they kind of be as thick as your thumb kind of nails and maybe twice as long. Three times, probably, like big things. Nine inch nails. Correct, yes, but a little bit wider. Um, yeah. And uh, it, it's a small bag of them. You see maybe sort of 15 that he has. He takes out... Uh, it was three, wasn't it, that it was required? Yes. Excellent. Yes, it was. Three right. nails. Thank you very much. Do I owe you anything? He passed it out. No, it's all been settled. Um, thank oh. you. If you could tell your grandfather that... Uh, and he lowers his voice and looks conspiratorially towards you and says, uh, it's all cleared up now. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I will. What was wrong with you? Oh, uh, nothing! Nothing! At all! He says, looking around to see if there's anybody else. 
keeping an mm. eye, uh, keeping an eye out, and then he sort of bends forwards and he just says, you know, just a, a bad place of the itches in the wrong area. Ah, right. That's that comes from not washing enough. You need to take your baths every Friday, Saturday. Uh, take a bath. Yes, will do. And you see him kind of, uh, no, push his nose towards a a um, oh bloody hell, armpit. That's it. <laughs> Very basic human anatomy. Uh, excellent. You have your three nails. Excellent. Amanda, where would you like to go now in your um? I'll quests. take my uh, I'll take my crude bit of. I would I don't know what we would write on back in the day. My crude bit of probably goat skin to be honest. Mm. Um, I'll, yeah, I'll take my crude bit of goat skin and a bit of charcoal, and I'll cross that one off the list. And I'll be like, yes, okay. that's one done. Right, ne- on to the next. Um, well, we passed the tannery, didn't we? And. I've got I've got to go there. I've got to take a potion to the to the tanner. So I suppose we'll double back on ourselves a little bit and go and Yeah, I'll go I'll go and deliver this potion to the tanner. Astrid. Okay, perfect. So you double back, um the herd has moved on. Uh, or flock, either either. Um it's probably flock actually for, for goats. But the the flock has moved on, uh the way is clear. There is a, a small section where you have to dodge around a little few uh, parcelets left by a few of them but you know that's part part and part of the parcel um as you come up towards the tannery you go past uh one of the two wardens that are part of this town tondry um full armor full shield to uh, ready to go and a classic spear held in hand uh quite old now i mean of the time so he's about 45 um and he has uh you know he he stands pretty straight um he's got a little bit of a beer gut going on maybe you know getting towards retirement age he's got one more round and then he can retire with the wife and go off to the beach kind of thing yeah uh he's he, he's getting on he's getting on he's not going to see any battle yeah exactly yeah. i'll um <coughs> i'll say good afternoon tondry how's it how's it hanging <laughs> <laughs> uh, Normanda, good to see you. How uh, how is your Kenner, your, your your grandfather? Is he well? Yeah, he's doing good. He's Excellent. uh, he's just chilling. I'm just doing some errands for him. And, good, uh, good. Yeah, and then and then well, he's gonna continue my training when when I get back. You shall take over from him. That's correct, isn't it? Yep, that's the plan. That's mm. the plan. A very good profession. I'm uh. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. It's taking time, but learning to to read the bones and and the fire just take takes practice. I'm sure it does. I uh I remember well. You you probably weren't born when this this first started, but uh I've told I've told you about the times where we fought our way and and an evil on this on this Land, haven't I? Yeah, who who could forget about the legend of Brynjolf the Brave? <laughs> yes, Brynjolf the Brave. Yeah, right. Brynjolf the Brave. Very what a legend. Very much Brynjolf and nobody else. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, you've, you've heard this quite a lot. So um, 
Tondri tells how he helped the town ultimately with along with his his friend, the old blacksmith's apprentice. Yeah. Uh, forge various bits and bobs. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, I should probably keep going. Your your father, how is he? Is he is he doing better? Yeah, he's fine. I think. I don't know. Uh, is he? If you're, is he? If he your old so <laughs> your old man um is currently recovering after a serious um cold basically what what would have been a oh cold, but, okay did you give uh, me have I have I just not read this properly I th- do I know about do you know what that? I think we had it we had the conversation as part of our discussion but I don't think I wrote it down in the doc for you okay. so that is All my right. fault that's fine um, yeah he's yeah. okay yeah yeah he's he's um he's still recovering but but he he's getting there. I think Good. he'll be fine within a within a couple more nights. Good, excellent. The shakes of shakes have left him then. Yes, hopefully. Yeah, yeah, they they have. Yeah. They have. Uh, he he um, sort of fingers his moustache, uh, smoothing it down either side of his face, and you see him look towards um, the newer mead hall, which is on the way, uh, and he sort of says and kind of looks around at the snow and the cold and pulls up his cloak a little bit around him. Uh, I think I'm going to make sure that everything's okay in the mead hall, clearly. Maybe wanted to take a little bit of a break. Um, yeah. Go go get yourself a, 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 a horn of mead, my good fellow. Excellent. You quite deserve it. So the... Uh, yeah, you move on and shift towards the... Um, the tannery, I assume. Yep, yep, going to the tannery. As Tondry stomps off towards the, the mead hall. Yeah, as we've said, the tannery is uh, it's bustling. It's always busy here. There is a lot of things going on. There are about four or five people in the within the town who actually work here, which is quite a lot, realistically, when it's quite a small um, population. Um, but, good God, it sticks to high heaven. It's, um, you know, the way that you cure... Well, I think everyone has some sort of knowledge of the way that, that animal skins are cured. The clue is, it's a lot of piss. It's a lot of piss and um, and fecal matter, unfortunately. But that's Great. the way clothing is made back then, and that's all part of it. Um, you approach the door of the tannery. Um, your your nose somewhat pinched could you do a constitution roll for me please ollie yes let's hope i don't get another natural one shall we let's hope oh my god you're taking the- i'm not using this dice again what was it's it a- it's actually a natural one again yeah literally i'm swapping that that Good. that dice is in the jail god yeah put that in jail um it was rolling so well it is a one <laughs> it's not a seven yeah it is a one yeah yeah so with a one um, there's a moment where you feel the smells of the tannery kind of overcome you. You feel your uh, your bracelet, your breakfast begin to come up and say hello again. Um, you find yourself like stepping, like you take two steps to the side and you're grabbed by the arm. Um, careful there, lad. And it's one of the tanners. He is, um, well, he's clearly been working for a little while because his uh, trousers and shoes are covered in detritus. Yeah. You Thank just you. about make uh, manage to keep your breakfast down. Okay, that's good. Thank you very much. Um 
you know, I'm still not used to this. This Tanner smell. No. If you aren't, if you aren't, and you see, like, he's got, uh, <laughs> there's a little, there's, well, his nose is somewhat squished. Maybe if it's a, a position of continually being there, to, just to help kind of cover that area. Yeah, mitigate against the stench. Exactly. Um, as you step through the door, you find a room filled with basically three vats. Um, and there are, within each vat, there is one person. Um, at the back end, you see Ast- Well, you know Astrid, you've seen her before. Yeah. Um, flaming red hair, uh, incredibly tall, very broad um, woman. Uh, she has pale skin, very classic sort of Valkyrie looking. Um, but she is, again, the pale skin is somewhat marred by the splashing of the things that she's stepping into to make sure that the skins are kept subtle, uh, supple, sorry, and ready to be worn. Um, and she says, uh, eh, you there, keep, make sure you keep going with the, with the stamp in. Come on, keep it together. Um, ah, excellent. Normanda, is that you? Come up, lad. Come up, lad. Come closer. Yeah, I'm coming. Here you go. I've got your potion for you. Ah, perfect. Excellent. Thank, thank you, grandfather. The Kenner's always doing me well. Yeah, uh, I will. Uh, Don't worry. I'm sorry. I can't stand it in this room. <laughs> so I'm going to give you your potion. Do you owe us anything? Nope, it's all been sorted. No, cool. Thank you very much for making my lovely new leather liner to this this sheepskin, but honestly, I'm sorry, but I'm gonna have to run. Can't handle it, laddie, can't handle it! And no. then as you as you take the step out uh, from the tannery, you hear sort of a, a, a few jeers, clearly making the day for those workers um, as you kind of... Your inability to withstand what they do as a regular... Uh, shows that hey man like yeah we're stepping in piss and shit regularly to make yeah, things better but um, tough yeah we're tough exactly yeah, yeah whereas exactly. i'm just a, a little spoiled <laughs> little spoiled <laughs> shaman's boy not having to go and step yeah, in poo don't have regularly. To sh- yeah exactly so that's two down one to go your yeah. next task Right, I'm a bit of a goody goody. I think my my character would be a bit of a bit of a goody goody. You know, mm. kind of respect wants to be respected within the village. Wants to live up to his his grandfather's expectations. So, yep. I think I, I I won't. I was gonna I was gonna go and mess about, but I think as a character, I I would just go and do do the jobs that I've got to do, and then as first priority. So I'm gonna go straight to 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 see Gerwind. Okay. To, to so, get a spear, right? That's that's yes. what it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a new fishing spear. A new uh, the head of a new fishing uh, fishing spear is what you've been tasked with. Ah, okay. Excellent. You make your way down towards the trading post. This uh, basically used to be a singular building, but has over the years become a sprawling area of the town west, and literally kind of marks the border between the town proper and the river. Um. The getting there, it's it's kind of a mismatch. They're not like full houses, um, but they're also not lean-tos. They are somewhat um 
semi-permanent buildings is the way I would describe them. Like there's, there's you've got sort of shop fronts that have been then tarped or what would be the equivalent of tarp over the top of them um, to keep them all kind of ready. And as you get down here, you see um, what has become the lifeblood of our town. Um, trade is happening left, right and centre. You see people passing over things like uh, coloured stones, um, carved bits of wood, and exchange for things like cheese and furs, as as you know, obviously the main export. Yeah. Um, you notice that there is a boat that isn't usually here, um, one okay. that's not part of the regular fleet. Um, so it, it would appear that some traders have, have visited the island arrived, today. Yeah. Do I see anything interesting? Do I see anything nice? Ooh. Any items that I would potentially potentially like? For you, what's... For Normander and the way that he's being brought up, what's, what would he class as nice? Is it something that is useful? Something that has... Something that's very practical. I think he is a practical man. He doesn't have a lot of, like, bling, because, you know, they kind of have, like, your... your, your um, allegiance bracelet bracelets. Mm -hmm. I forgot what they're actually called. Um, the half rings that go around. Yes, your arm. yeah. Yes. He doesn't have any of those. Um, <coughs> or if he did, it would be very like plain, very plain. No, no engraving or anything in it. Mm -hmm. Very boring. Very, very bland, but useful. It has a use. Um, yeah, yeah. And I think he's he's got his his eyes are on usefulness rather than pretty or you know, flashy. Mm -hmm. So anything Are useful. You, is it useful to for your uh for your kenning duties? Or is it useful for uh sort of Useful for everything. Okay. Do so an investigation I'll, roll for yeah. these. Cool. Fourteen plus let me bring up my character sheet. Investigation. Uh sixteen. Okay, sixteen overall. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, it's not bad at all. So you find um, a... There's a couple of bits. So you find there's a small bag of charcoal pieces, which yep. you've already got uh, a couple of bits on you, but this would be sort of like five more sticks for yourself. Um, you see a collection of fungus that tends to be used as fire lighters. Um, Ooh, I found some of those today in real life. Ah, there you go. Fun fact. Yeah. <laughs> That's always fun. Um, I don't know what they're what are those called then, Ollie? I think they're called coal fungus, aren't they? Coal fungus. They just Thank hold they much. hold a spark really well. Yes, that's exactly the ones. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Thank you. It's very useful having you around, actually. Yeah. Um. So, uh, yes, yeah, some coal fungus. Um, there is a very nice looking um knife, like a like a a what would be described as a uh, an eating knife and typically you only kind of you, you have your eating knife and that's your eating knife and that's kind okay. of what you use for most things um the one you have is perfectly fine it's just that this one looks um the sheath and handle the way they slot together it's very pleasing um there is on a 16 um a small uh, you probably have one of these already now that i think about it um a couple of uh, yeah, a couple of like knapsack type things, so like extra, extra storage that would be yeah, quite useful. That's you have a, that's you have actually what I was going to ask. Is that if was there any like storage bags or anything? Mm -hmm. Yeah, kind of. I would describe them as sort of like uh, bandoliers. Typically, they would be worn 
um, over the shoulder and then down and round. Yeah, okay, so they could be worn in conjunction with a backpack. Yes, very much so. Okay, okay, I like the sound of that. All right, is that is that at all? That's for, for what you can see in yeah. the bustle of the area um, with your investigation role. That's kind of your options that you've got okay, there. Okay, okay. Hmm. Well, coming from practicality side, I already have charcoal sticks. I already have an eating knife because yep. they're pretty standard. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I would like to approach the storage sack shop, please. Yeah, certainly. So this is run by a um, <clears throat> middle-aged couple, uh, man and wife, or you assume they're man and wife, the way that they're talking to each other and the way that they engage with each other. It seems like they've been doing this for a long time, where one will move to intercept a new customer, the other one will shift out and take a moment to have a look around, see whether the anything needs to be rearranged in the small selling area that it is. Um, the bartering system typically is done through trade, so it's kind of like, I'll give you this for this, and they bounce off each other in a way that shows that they use each other um, to help in their negotiations. Yeah. Okay. Um, a gentleman leaves the store that they were previously having conversation. He's, he's just taken away a small um, leather bag sort of used for the storage of things like tobacco or or, or herbs or something, like a, a small herb pouch kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the gentleman leans over and says, Hello there! What can I do you for? Hello. Um, I noticed you you have those kind of crossbody bags there. They they yes. seem they seem quite practical. What uh, how much are they? Or what what would you like in return? Well, uh, silver wise, we would be looking for three silver for each. This is sort of a little on the on the high end, on the pricey side. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the woman chips in. Or if you have something. Uh, of value that you can trade. We'll certainly take that on. We're not uh, just driven by silver. Hmm. Okay, well, I am quite a... Funnily enough, I can't stand the smell of tanners, but once the leather is is cured and and in a malleable state, I am rather good with, a, with my leather kit here. So is there anything I can make you in return? As you give me something practical, I can make you something practical in, in return? Interesting. We'd not thought of this before. We do have a couple of torn items that right now we can't sell at all. So if you yeah. can repair those, then yep. we will certainly trade S- for Certainly. For I'll I'll do that. Um I'll do that now if you want. Uh yeah, do you, do you need any space? Do you have what you need with you? I uh, I can just sit I'll sit in that little gap behind behind where you're selling and just crack on and and that should be done within What 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 what's broken? Let me see. Uh, lovely stuff. She brings out like two. Um, they're much larger bags. They're kind of like wet bags, um, okay, yeah, yeah. like with that big roll top over the yeah. th- over the top. And you see that there's um, whatever it is. It's been the same thing that's that's ripped through them. And she says, uh, "Unfortunately, we they they fell and and were were run over by a, a cartwheel. And it's taken, as you can see, a specific mm. chunk either side. And it's basically like a like a tear in the in the leather that's on the side. Yeah." Um, do a uh, what would it be to try and figure out how long it would take? Maybe a survival check. Um, as you have your um, tools, then feel free to uh, add your proficiency to this. Sure. Ah, oh, dirty twenty. Lovely stuff. Love a dirty twenty. All yes. right, dirty twenty. Yeah, you'll know that this would take you maybe about twenty minutes, and with that twenty, cool. you can use that for the actual role of the of using and repairing it excellent 
Um, Do you want me to describe how I would repair it? Yeah, go for it, Ollie. Cool. You've, you've done some I'll, leatherwork um, in your time. Okay, so it's, if it's a sack and it's been ripped, uh, I'll just say I'm describing this to the to the to the people so they know what I'm doing. Mm. I'll be like, okay, so it's a sack has been ripped. What I'll do is I'll get a a sheet of leather and I'll reinforce the bottom. So one, it'll hold its shape a bit more, and two, it'll be a layer, a whole new leather layer. What I'll do is I'll just sew it about halfway up, all the way around, so you have a consistent stitch line. And then um, on the other side where that tear was, I'll just slap a patch of leather with some hot tar, hot tar glue as well, and sew that in so it's glued and stitched. So it should be watertight. Oh, lovely. Well, that's that, That's excellent. Isn't that, isn't that good, darling? Look look at this. And he, he looks over. Yes. Uh, wow. Uh, almost as good as new. We can we can sell that. That's certainly worth the trade. Um, uh, you can take both for those. Thank you. Excellent. Both. Yes. Two bags. Two bags for two bags. Oh, uh, thank thank you very much. Could, could I could I potentially? Do you have any smaller kind of hip belt bags? Oh, uh, yes. If you wish to take one of those instead, certainly. Yes. Could I have one crossbody bag and one hip belt bag? Yeah, Ollie, chuck them in Excellent. your inventory. You've got them, baby. Cool. Hell yeah. I'm just going to write this down so I'm not typing because yep. typing idea. will be loud. <laughs> um, one cross body and one belt bag. Cool. I like that. I like using my stuff and trading. That's how I would mm. trade in real life. So we'll go with that. Cool. Um, And then... I would like to venture over to the coal fungus guy. Oh, yeah, certainly. So this um, area is somewhat interesting. There's a lot of kind of fungus and and weird, like, growths and barks and things like that. Um, The coal fungus is the one that's most obvious. You don't have that much lore when it comes to... It's, it's kind of like a gap at the moment in terms of your knowledge of what herbs and funguses do. You keep getting a little bit reprimanded by your grandfather for not being too aware of it. But you recognise okay. the coal fungus. The gentleman that owns the shop, or is is, is at least out front, uh, um, older chap, um, somewhat haggard looking. He, from, yes, bent over a little bit. Uh, yes? Brynjolf? Yeah, this is, that you? is where this is basically where, where listeners find out that I only have a set amount of voices. Uh okay, well hello, fine mm. fine gentlemen. Nice to meet you. Um my name is Normanda. I, I see you have lots of that coal fungus there. I um could I I've just bought this new hip pouch and I I would like to fill it with with, with those Oh, okay. What do, what do you have? Well, okay, so here's the thing. Mm. I don't have anything, but what? what I would like to do is, you're here regularly, I recognise you. Yeah, you're yeah. Normanda. Yeah, I know you. I don't know your name. Uh-huh. Oh, let me just go <laughs> to my name generator very quickly. Uh, oh, God. Um, any, any, E N I. Yep, any name will do. Any name, excellent. 
How's it going, Any? Yeah, I know you. We, you, we've grown. You've grown old. I've grown up together. Mm. Excellent. Yep. Yep. You've been here every, every day. I knew your grandmother. Yep. So did I. Uh, wow. Right. Right. So you know that how trustworthy and honourable I am, and you know my mm. granddad. He's a very, very important member of the 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 town. Can mm. I do an IOU? Uh, do a persuasion check, please, Ollie. Thank you. Eleven plus persuasion is ah, uh, twelve. Twelve. Okay. He looks at your bag. Looks at the coal coal fungus. Um, looks back at the bag, and he says, "I can't." Okay, right. Um, yep. Yeah. I know who you are. I can't give you the whole bag full. No, just two. Uh, just two. I'll take two. Any Anything right. you can spare. Fine. Two, two's fine. Uh, yeah, sure. Excellent. Pass two coal fungus over for you to use. Thank you. But I expect, an, I expect you to return something, whatever it is. Yep. Come and, see, come and see me in a couple days in my dad's... No, my granddad's shop. Yeah, the or Kenning Hut. The Kenning Hut, please. And and I'll sort something out for you then. I can I'm very good with leather. I've just used it all repairing some some fine people's wares already, so I don't have any left, but I can certainly fix you, something for you or in terms of skills, you also have um a little bit of knowledge of of kenning right so the same thing that your grandfather is uh, as the kenner so you have a little bit of knowledge of things like basic hygiene um somewhat fortune telling the okay. idea of how where you would sit what would please the old gods um uh. if that's what you're looking for the ability to potentially intervene on someone's behalf um okay or or offer a tribute that would be associated with that if they are so inclined. Okay, well, in that case, um, well, um, any, any, um, as you know, I'm I'm an apprentice Kenner, so uh, I can do a reading for you. I can I can have a look at, at your bones. Mm, I can throw bones. I can throw my goat's bones out and see what they'll say about your future. Or ah. That would be interesting. Okay, I'll take you. I'll be round tomorrow. Yeah, perfect. Tomorrow morning. Excellent. Tomorrow morning. He spits in his hand like a big wad of spit. Yeah. Uh, extends it out. I like the tiniest bit of spit and very, <laughs> very gently. I feel like I feel like um Normanda's kind of in that like weird in between stage of being kind of confident but also not 100% sure of himself so mm. he's kind of in that trying to find himself in a time um yeah, so yeah. yeah yeah kind of gingerly shakes shakes this guy's hand full of spit lovely stuff um perfect excellent uh so what are you doing now wiping my hand <laughs> That makes sense. I mean, uh, well, in, the, in in the larger piece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, well, I still haven't got my spear, my spearhead mm. even. So mm -hmm. I think realizing this and I've kind of wasted a bit of time. No, I'm going to run. I'm going to run. 
just just book it i haven't i've i've seen everything i need to i have nothing else that i can trade slash give to people so um yeah i'm just gonna book it straight over to to where um gerind is yeah okay gerind so even sorry yeah that's cool um so gerind is interestingly enough um he has started to in his older age he has started to hang around by the trading post but specifically closer to the um the dock the jetty uh for those who remember back in another life the jetty where Brynjolf and Erdwolf came the jetty where Gerind was eventually reunited with his father that is a different story but now he is old um back bent with time and age and an old war wounds he walks with a cane um he has a a beard that is dense um it's not long it's just very dense it's very close to the face uh mm. his hair is long shaved on one side you see the the head is tattooed there are many many scars um very small ones but just ones that are over time have, have been there um up and down uh, one of his arms he's got a, a big one um you know this just because you've seen it before, but it's yeah. covered uh, in his shoulder, uh, front shoulder, um, and that gives him some trouble every so often. And he's been down this way for the last month or so. The cold um, tends to get to him. But you see him waiting. Running up. Mm -hmm. I'll go... Oh, go in, go in. I have your, um, I have your mushrooms here. Uh... I oh. I think I'm tra I think I'm trading them with you for something. My my uh, granddad sent me to um yes. to fix a spear up a spearhead up. Yeah yes yes uh spearhead yes here um it, it would be give me a hand with this boy and he's he's going to bend down. There's a bag at his feet. Um you'll in fact you'll you'll find it in there. It's it's relatively straightforward to see there there it is it's there just just next to your hand just hey, take that i grab it and i grab okay. the sack as well and i'll say look i'll help you don't 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 stress yourself it's it's too cold out at the moment you need to uh, rest allow, thank you. allow me i am um, i actually need to make my way back up to the main hall uh to the mead hall though the the secondary one that would be weird that i would describe it like that but that's what i've said anyway <laughs> Let's go. If if you would help me yeah. through that, certainly. And um, of course, the going the going is slow because number one, Gerind takes his time, um, just because because of age. But also he stops to talk to most people within the village. Um, there are those who still remember what he did during the time of the Reavers, and see him as the hero figure that he became during that time. Okay. Uh, uh, I'll be running. I'll be uh, kind of walking quickly, realizing that I've left him, coming back, kind of walking back and forth, kind of mm. trying to hurry You're, him on. Yeah. <laughs> There's a few moments in here. He says, uh, <clears throat> uh, I've noticed you're a bit impatient there, Normanda. What's uh, what's caught your fancy? Why why the, the need to run so fast? It's, it's not impatient. I just... Uh, I just I just like walking and I just do it quickly and then I mm. I get I I don't realize where people are so I I usually 
to double back and find them again? Ah, uh, yes. I find that when I was younger, I didn't see much of what I wanted to. But then I would always be there at the end. But now I see it more than I know and it takes me a long time to get there. And It's um, very wise. He, he keeps walking. Well, you live this long and as one of the council, I suppose I'm required to be wise. And he gives you a little bit of a wink. Um, yep. <clears throat> but you slowly but surely make your way to the main hall. Uh, he says, uh, you coming in, boy? Yep, I'll follow him. Right, excellent. Um, <clears throat> so you enter the, the the main hall, the secondary one, this newer hall, which has been built in a slightly different way. So whereas the the, the big V of the the first hall obviously means that the, that central piece is then split between the two, this one is somewhat um, squatter, but wider and it has, has a bit of a rounder belly. Okay. Um, this is because... This is where the council sits to have uh, to make their decisions around the town, um, and you can see um, the two two of the other council members that of the three uh, sat in deep conversation. Usmund, uh, the surviving son of Pruda, and the representation of the new church in town, Hilda. They are in conversation, uh, and Gerwin turns to you. He says, "Ah." Uh, Little bit of politicking to do, I'm sure. Um Do I do I hear anything interesting? Is there anything that I can Uh a quick perception check to see if you pick up on anything. Oh well that's shit. Um perception <laughs> Oh. It's four, but I have plus four, so eight. Eight. Still pretty crap, Ollie. It doesn't it don't hear anything, unfortunately, over the crackle of the fire that is lighting the central of uh center of the um the hallway. The nice thing though is it is warm in here in comparison to the nice. biting cold outside. But you have done your tasks and I'm sure your grandfather would be waiting to know uh what has been done. Yeah. L- well, listen here, go and I'm um I'm running late my my Grandfather is in need of some help, and I'm in need of a lesson or two that he still has for me. So I think I'm gonna, I think I'm just gonna, just gonna run, and I, I'll just kind of run out the door and, and yeah, go. nice. As you exit, the last thing you see here is just uh, go in, chuckle him to himself, and you pelt across the town, uh, jumping over various obstacles, um, aware that you might be a little late. But you get to the Kenning's hut, um, which is typically where your grandfather is kept. Um, I say kept, it's interesting because he tends to spend most of his time here. In fact, you've never seen him leave, but he must do because there are, there are no um, there are no toilets here. There's no way of showering and things like showering. There's no way of cleaning oneself. Um, there's... Nothing like that. And he must eat at some point, but you've never seen that happen. Is he like one of those crazy monk people that just meditate and get sustenance? You don't know. You've you've have I ever had s- thoughts yeah. that that might be it. I was going to say, have I ever seen him eat ever? Or um, only very like very slight things, like like little crusts of bread every so often, um, okay. some seeds, things along those lines. Yeah. All right. Um. But. You step through the entrance, which at the moment is really easy to step through because the door is broken. Um, 
not massively so. It's just basically like kind of falling off the wooden bits that are create the hinge that it, it comes along. Hence yeah. your requirement for the nails. As I kind of run in, I'll, I'll knock on the door and be like, "Grandfather, it's me. Like I'm I'm here. Um, mm-hmm. I have I have everything you you've asked for, and um, I also picked up a couple cool things. I uh, look, uh, I tr- I traded. I did some trading in the in the in the, in the market. I um." I got these cool these cool bags which are very practical and and I can I can use them for all kind of tasks. Look, this one is is my fire kit bag now. And as you're stepping in and and just running off on this conversation of what's been going on, um, the low roof of this hut, the smoke that tends to run around it, the different smelling salts and herbs and things that always kind of assault the senses, especially when you come in and out. Um, the heat difference makes your skin prickle from the the snow and the biting outside, but it is always there. And your grandfather extends out his hand and he says, "Come up, come closer, Ollie. Ollie, sorry, come cl- come closer, Normanda. Let me have a look." And he sort of p- brings up eyes closer to it, um, runs it over, and instead of looking at the bags, he kind of grabs you by the face and pulls your face closer. Okay, and he's sort of like maneuvers it around and yes good excellent you've had a good day can i tell if he's kind of like is he re i presume he's reading me and yeah a little like bit learning what he can from facial expressions or whatever is he blind can i tell no not at all no. um this is just something that he tends to do it, it, it it's interesting it's the way that he tends to pick up on on people's current states Okay. So yes, you just told him all this information, but it would appear that he could even potentially get that just from looking at looking your at face. You. And okay. that's one of the reasons why you tend to go off on a on a um a verbal like just telling him Spewing. what everything. Yeah. Yeah, just so that you can get in and under he can listen to what you've done mm. rather than kind of the off putting element that he does where he just looks at you he and just figures looks stuff at you out. And figures it out, yeah. Okay. Mm. Very insightful man. Yes, very much so. Um, and, uh, how was Master Garand? Yeah, he he was good. Yeah, he was fine. Um, good. Yeah. Good. Yeah, he was fine. A bit, bit slow, but, um, I helped him carry a, a bag to the, to the mead hall. And then he, you know how he is where he just kind of speaks, but it's really slow and, you know, yes. drags on. So I'm sorry. I'm a bit, I'm a bit late. I, I know it's, I know it's. No, no problem. We have everything we need. I see you've bought it all. Your, uh, any news on the Silverfin? No, I haven't seen anything. Um, I did a quick run by on my way to the market, but I, I didn't see anything. So, yeah, mum's still not, mum's still not back. Okay, well, she was always the last to come in. My, uh... Gertie used to say that she would be the one running us ragged long into our older age. And I suppose she was right. Gertie? <sighs> yeah. That, uh, that's your grandmother. That's my grandmother. That's from oh. the first campaign? It's almost like it's all connected. It's almost like it's, I can't remember who it is, though. <laughs> She's the woman that um, Ed Wolf convinces that there is some sort of oh, king. Oh, yes. Yeah, he's the mm-hmm. the... Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. the the gallant nine or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. I I was like, I swear I know that. 
I know who that is. No. Okay, cool. Yep. Okay. Um. All right, well, as you've done what I have required from today, how about a reading? Can I, am I, do you want me to read you? Or? Yes. Oh, read yes, the, please. Flames. the flames. The flames. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he gestures towards the the um towards the fire. Okay, I'm going to sit in front of the f- in front of the fire and um probably a little bit closer than I should be. Like you know when it kind of is a little bit painful. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah but you kind of take you take the pain because it's also quite nice from especially from the cold. Um. Mm-hmm. So I'll 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 take my uh, my seat in front of the flames and I'll I'll begin to stare at the kind of the coals at the bottom rather than the actual flames and uh yep. see if I see anything any any movement that's that's untypical of fire right mhm mhm um so you take images. moments you sit there and you really try and figure out what's going on seeing if there's anything that you can get from the flames some sort of omen something to give you a direction um there's just nothing coming no one day it will but now and today nada unfortunately granddad i still can't get it i don't know what's wrong with me i can't see anything it's okay it doesn't have to happen every time whoops it will come. What's your trick? How do you see? Where do you look? How do you see? Ah, that's the problem. You're looking. The trick is just to be there. The trick is to just see. Okay. Anyway, you're free for the rest of the day. Go and get yourself some food and enjoy the evening in the halls. Okay, I will, um, is there any food that I can see within our, within our home? No, not at all. Or is it all in the the Great Hall? Yeah, yeah, very much so. So, um, in the time that it's taken you to get over here, do all that sort of stuff, it's been like 30 minutes since you left, um, Gerind, um, and give or take the timing, you know that most people will be descending probably onto the main hall either the the newer one or the v-shaped one um to get ultimately a shared dinner okay i'll um i'll I'll make my way over but i kind of not running anymore i'm Mm. i'm disappointed i am rather frustrated with myself not being able to see anything within the fire um Mm -hmm. taking it quite badly so kind of kicking my feet and, and shuffling and, you know, ang- a bit of an angsty teen. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. 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 100%. And the snow, um, kind of reflects that you step outside and it's, it's, a, it's such a stark difference from the heat of where you were. Um, it really does kind of like make you hunker in and self reflect anyway, because yeah. you kind of, I, I, I let and... it, I let it, I let oh. it cold me, you know, oh, I let so it much freeze angst. me. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Um, through your angsty stomping, which hall would you like to go to? The um, the newer one or the older one? I'd like to go to the older one. I'd like to go to the V-shaped one. Okay, yeah. excellent. So 
you get yourself to the old hole. Um, it's full. There is laughter and chatter, uh, bustle about the day. There has been um, bread served, uh, all smothered with things like uh, honeyed nuts. There is um, cheeses, obviously, that are, are a big part of it. Um, the food is the food is surprisingly, considering this is winter time. There's a lot of it. Um, it's you're not having to kind of scrimp and save. It's a reflection of how good the town is, how successful Prudria has become. That, whoa! Hold up! Hold up! Prudria. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I already yeah. I already knew that, but you know. Yes. So that is the name of the of the town as it stands, uh, taken from Pruder's name. Uh, named eventually based upon her legacy and the fact that her sons and the council and and the growth it is prudria and that is what it shall be for the foreseeable dinner is the usual affair um you see a few people that you recognize from town today you see um the other warden has has entered this one as it would appear that tondry is still taking his time probably a few meads deep in um the New Hall. Um, Atcha. She is a tall, no-nonsense lady, and you know that she is absolutely lethal with the great club that she carries at her side. This big, carved wooden piece, banded either end with brass. Um, you've seen her defend the flock from wolves and one time a bear. Occasionally, the... Uh, interesting things that still rise out of the bogs um giant slugs the faced the faced um crabs, crabs yeah and crustaceans cool you a know bear? that she knows how to a bear? a bear yeah she's taking a bear on what the fuck a bear christ yeah okay how big is this she's, lady she's huge she's pretty tall so um she is probably quite close to seven foot there's a lot of the time where people talk about her um, and she's nicknamed the new Valkyrie. I was going to say she's a in, giant. Yeah, within within the within the town. Um, and in fact, one gentleman who maybe has had a little bit too much to drink uh, reaches over and he shouts, Hey, Valkyrie, when will you take me to Valhalla? And goes to like give her a, a slap on the ass. <laughs> Absolutely not. She grabs his hand and you hear the snap as one of his fingers oh, is cracked. Christ. She's got- and he's sort of going, ah! <laughs> and all the people around him just laugh as they know that that was 100% completely self-deserved. Yes. Yeah. No remorse. Absolutely not. Um, dinner continues. And then halfway through you your meal, something happens, as is the way. Okay. You start to hear a rhythmic clanging of metal something that you didn't think you would hear used for a long time but Atcha stands up and runs towards the door you hear a great splitting wrenching screaming of wood being broken and a weird noises from outside it's deep and guttural Atcha throws the door open I go, I follow, yeah. Okay, Atcha throws the door open and runs straight out into the cold. 
through and past her form as you also go to run out you see something that takes your breath away a swollen misshapen poorly attempted copy of humanity in your eyeline you can see five mm. to seven of them it's hard to tell there's one that stands almost directly in front of Atcha and she raises her club ready to go to town. They stand 13 feet tall, pale grey skin, bulbous watery eyes, a lack of a pupil that kind of resembles that uh, fish's eye more than human. Those that you can see are spread across your view, some further into the town, two closer, and the one that stands maybe ten feet away, a broad grin across its face, showing flat grey teeth that remind you more of the stones that the new church erects over those of the dead. As you pause, Atcha runs, raising her great banded weapon and brings it in a great arc towards this creature. The creature takes it side of the um side of the uh torso thunk it looks down looks at atcha and raises its hand and then thwomp bings it across knocking atcha flying no oh my god okay when right. i say flying i mean flying she hits the roof of one of the nearest houses and just strives straight through the thatch we're fucked <laughs> Right. Uh, you see all this. I'll, I'll scream. I will. I'll yell. I'll say, everybody, everybody, the, we're under attack. We're under attack. Go, go, go. Run. Get safe. Uh, those who those can fight, behind you fight. Excellent. Um, those behind you start to, to pour out the mead hall. You see maybe 10 people go one way, 10 another. The thing itself doesn't respond to them. In fact, it, it takes around and pulls a bag out, a bag that could easily encompass you, and it roots around in it and pulls out a small cage of willow. And this is small for you as well. Mm. In its hand, it looks like a tiny little miniature. And for a moment, you think it's like a little statue, and then it moves. Inside the cage is a something. It's It actually makes it look comical because the gargantuan sizing of the thing holding it in comparison to the creature inside it, it's bizarre. 20 centimetres high, bright orange humanoid. There's a conversation, one that you can't understand. And then a... In response. Right. And you see the small creature point in a direction. Would I recognise what that creature is? Uh, do a... Arcana check, please, Ollie. Which one are you talking about as well? The, the little one. Uh, yeah, do an Arcana yeah. check, please, Ollie. <laughs> um, 14 plus... Where's Arcana? Legends? Is that Arcana? Sure, let's take that. Yeah? Um, yeah. I presume that would be. Yeah. Um, 14 plus 2, so... 16. Mmm, 16. Not bad. Um, you know that this thing... It's called a Gragauch. A Gragauch. A Gragauch. Auch. Okay. Auch. Right. Yeah. Big, big old flame in the back right. there. What are they? Um. Weird. So a Gragauch is usually a spirit that is known to help people 
keep their areas clean, um, tidy up after them. It's a spirit that helps those who are maybe a bit beleaguered and need um, ultimately the pressures of uh, doing like household House, chores housework, and things like that yeah. taken off. Okay. Um, in this environment, it's very weird to see. Yeah. Especially with the other creature holding what it. What the fuck is going on? Is it? Does it look like it's in cage, uh, trapped, or is it? Uh, it's in a cage. Yes, but is it like I'm in a cage because I want to protect myself, or uh, and I'm controlling this massive monster, or uh, is interesting. it? Interesting. Insight check, please. Okay. Insight check. Oh, 16 plus. Um, I'm running pretty good. Plus six. Mm. Hell yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Loads. Perfect. So 22. Yeah. Infinity. Uh, e- yeah, you can easily tell that this is this creature is being held against its will. Ah. Uh. Um, the orange creature points in towards like the central middle piece of the V hall, right? So like like the connecting piece. Yeah, where the kings sit. Where the kings sit. Well, well where the, the kings the used princes to sit. used to sit. Yeah. Now it is used, uh, you know, as the armory and the area where the war guild is collected and basically the uh, treasures of the town are kept <clears throat> okay the gargantuan creature start like like takes steps towards it and just smashes a hand through the side of the building throwing aside and starts just tearing aside uh, bits of the roof as you sort of watch mouth open scared whatever's going on starts tearing sections of the roof apart and then reaches down and you see him take up a handful of uh silver um some weaponry look through pour through it for a moment and then throw it back down he puts in another hand takes it up and then he go you see him take a moment his eyes widen and then he sort of lifts it up and goes and the rest of the things that are currently wading through the village creating one not destruction and death not gonna yeah. lie people have been dying they stop and start to start to move towards the um move towards the lake in the one's hand a stone a stone that is used when anybody wants to go kind of spelunking or into town into oh, um, an area no. where it's always dark uh, because it creates a, a bit of small light, light yeah. a small piece of light and heat. Would I recognise this from the tales of Bryn? It's a known, it's a known yeah. stone. It's been passed around. People, people like play with it. It's, it's really interesting. It does it's not very useful, but, but that's what's been picked okay. up. Okay. Would I know that it was found by Eadwulf and and Brynwolf? Yeah, yeah, that would be yeah, common that's... knowledge. That's common knowledge. Okay. Everyone knows that. So I know kind of it was found in the in the in the demon's lair mm-hmm. or, or whatever. Okay, so in the skull of a dead man. Yes. Oh, it was, wasn't mm-hmm. it? Oh no, Christ! Your calls for help and for those men who are able or women, shield maidens, men, the the guardians, whoever looks after this place, are answered as Tondri turns the corner. His shield is high and ready, his spear arm thrust back, ready to take a strike. He's not wearing his helmet, as he usually does, but he is there and he stands against this creature that is moving towards and outside the um, outside the environment. What would you like to do? I Ronnie? would like to shout at Tondri. Say, Tondri, 
Don't even try it. We need you. Uh, it absolutely decimated anybody that's come near it. Um, I need your knowledge. I need your, I need your wisdom. Um, forget about fighting. We can come back and fight another day. Just come with me. We need to grab stuff and go because the village is lost. Um, mm. So run. Let's grab some gear quickly and then let's let's get out and let's try and also rescue important council members. And also I need to go and get my granddad. Like that's... I'm just going to go grab grand, uh, grab granddad and then you can go and get council members, but don't fight anything. Just uh, dodge and move. We need this to be quick. Save save your strength. You're too old. All right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> too old, huh? Nah. This is one day where I can die well. He says, run, lad, see what you can do, but I'm staying. Uh, and you know, Tondri has always been one who sticks with the old ways, who has always dreamt of... Honour through death. Yes. Yep. Yep. Uh, and he charges the giant. The giant, seeing this person come up towards him, and he slams his spear boom, straight in. The giant goes to swipe him across. Tondri ducks under, lifting his shield. The shield buckles under the... Um, buckles under the hit but does not break Tondri slides back a few moments he screams another challenge to the air Aah! and then goes for another strike with the spear the spear goes deep, the giant looks down at it has a moment Aah! and rips it out of his own chest he throws it down on the side Tondri in, in that time has pulled out a small hand axe ready to go again and the giant grabs a large piece of wood that has basically fallen one of the supporting timbers of the main mead hall. He throws it, he takes it up, he springs it round, throws it towards Tondri. It thwacks Tondri, strikes him hard, it splits as it hits the hits the body, and another piece of chunk of wood comes flying towards you. Do a constitution save, please, Ollie, as this wood strikes you. Oh <laughs> my god. Okay, alright, 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 alright. 15 plus... 15. 15 plus 2. No, 15. Yeah? Constitution. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Plus 15. 2. Plus 2, yeah, yeah. I don't know if I'm... Okay, perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So 15. the wood strikes you, thunk, in your chest, takes the air out of you. It's not massive. It's it's basically like um, like being hit with a with a club, realistically, okay. but, but a big one. Mm. Um, it takes you off your feet, runs you back. You feel it like slide and push you back against the snow. The breath pushed out of you, and your head strikes uh, a rock or or the the wall of a nearby house. You maintain consciousness thanks to your constitution oh, saving okay. throw, just enough to see Chandri trapped under the main piece of wood. The giant reaching down, taking him by the head. Can I do anything? And. You are restrained no, underneath I this giant piece shit. of wood. No. You're just aware enough to see Tondri's head ah, squish what the fuck? like a ripe grape between this giant beast's hands. You can't kill Tondri off like that. My man had so much life left to live. <laughs> he was my fa- he was my favorite character. <laughs> well, he's gone. Fuck. That's the last thing you see before you pass out. 
Oh my god. Okay. And that is where we will end our first episode. Well, no. there are things happening, Ollie. No, I hate you. <laughs> Why is this? That's that was so cool. I was so hyped. Yeah, that's the bad boy. We've got some interesting things to figure out later yeah. on, haven't we? Oh my god, what are these fucking massive clay monster things? Love it, love it. That uh, are... So, um, ladies and gents, thank you so much for listening. Welcome back, baby. Uh, yeah. Episode one, season two. That's my brother Ollie, that's fun. Hell yeah, that was cool. Hell yeah, baby. Um, I am having a good time. <laughs> Love it. Uh, I was so into that. I was like, oh, bit of shopping. I also realised halfway through that shopping thing that I am shopping on the first episode. Like, come on. But that's all right. That's part of the training Shopping, post. yeah. Yeah, you got to get it done. Well, I, I, okay, I have so many questions and, yeah. All shall be answered in time, Ollie. Don't you worry about yeah. it. Yeah, so um, as always, uh, we have been Starter Set. You have been our listeners. Roll well, and we will see you next week. Goodbye. Goodbye.